Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abegunde. To him be the glory, the maker of heaven and earth, who has always been our strength. And so much again we have come to learn by his privilege again today. And do not forget Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And to the glory of God, 26th November 2023 is another Sunday. Our topic is do what is helpful. Do what is helpful. That is taken from the book of First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 to 23. To 33 and a continuation from chapter 11 verse 1 our introduction is bringing on to us this concern and it's really still uh, tying itself up to what we have last Sunday and that is the concern of the world living up now to several you know um, things that are more in place to people perception view decisions and opinion on things you know idea on things and much more again we are seeing how the lord is bringing again to us this concern in a different dimension although where we find um people or where we find ourselves amidst controversial discourses uh, most especially now as it's peculiar to we believers there are some things that we can't as acceptable by how we have viewed our our personal life with god and how we have come to also take up decisions to working with god personally and then before we we go so far there are instances while even in the body of christ there have been some issues that to some sections, to some fractions, to personal people, you know, individually, there are matters that if you have, if you have to ask A, he might say something different. And if you have to ask B, B might be saying something different. And now today we have the word of God as a guide to really help us so much that no matter what is the situation where we find ourselves, on to what should I do or what is right to do or can I do this always it's a matter of what the word of God is bringing to us today it's a matter of what is the mind of God so I want us to pay attention and at the same time not to be biased in any way as this lesson is coming but rather to see what the Lord want us to see and I pray that you will bless us greatly in the name of Jesus amen so the focus of the lesson is just an encouragement as it's peculiar then to the church in Corinth Paul was bringing it up unto them on what it is right to go for by conscience and what will glorify God so this is also a matter for you and I today not to the church in Corinth then alone but now in our own reality in our own time God is bringing a concern of what is right to us by conscience and what will glorify God we'll see it on as we go in the lesson in the and I pray that in the name of Jesus will be greatly blessed in Jesus name amen quickly to our golden text which is taken from 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 23 a it reads us I have the right to do anything you see but not everything is beneficial let us pray father we are grateful because you are great 
and you are powerful to helping us at all time. Thank you again because today you are visiting our heart and you are helping us to receive that which you truly want us to receive so that we can continue to work with it. We ask that we will continually be a model of you for everyone around us and will live accordingly unto your praise. We pray that your name be exalted now and forever. Amen. Yes, our lesson comes in two parts, and the first part of the lesson is the believer's freedom. Please read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 to 30. And then this part is coming with this concern for you and I. On a look onto this word freedom, you know, our freedom as believer. We believe that we are no longer in the days of, you know, the law. We are now in the era of grace. And grace brings unto us this opportunity to be free. Because for as many who have been set free in Christ, you know, have been truly free. You know, your knowledge of Christ now brings in this opportunity to be free. Last lesson also makes clear to us that we are not to be held captive by traditions by rules by you know man-made rules and regulation that we should ensure that we we live up as the lord wants of us and we are told that we are free we should live as he that has been free but today this word is coming and we see paul clearly trying to also admonish the church in corinth and let me give unto us a little picture of the church in corinth the church in corinth at this time is a church where we have both the jew and the gentile striving together as one and not because they are in competition this time around but then the the, the gospel of christ jesus has so much been expanded and the love of christ has been to all the gentile to have been saved and they are fellowshipping together but then the concern for the jew the jew already had come to understood some things even before the gentiles were brought into this part of the gospel and now paul is bringing a concern that if believers feels now that the fact that they are free or they've been called to a life of freedom and now begin to to, to start to do anything or things that oh they are also free to do anything anyhow then it's a matter for concern and paul is coming here to speak as we see clearly from verse 14 before the part where we are reading clearly for this lesson verse 14 to 21 uh, paul was admonishing the jew he makes them to understand that they cannot drink the cup of the lord and also be drinking the cup of, of demons and while he's saying this is the concern of either to eat you know food all offered to hide us or not you know it's a concern of oh after all the, the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein the fact that the lord has made all things clean he has by by sanctification you know we can eat things but then can we now as believers because this is the concern paul is also bringing what has really been tagged named for idols should it also be found with us as believer and this is what paul was clearly making known to them that no don't equate your freedom to just indulge yourself in what is wrong or deliberately make yourself to abuse the grace that you have no but rather ensure that god can never be declared that god can never be equated with the devil they are not the same and you must clearly indicate what you are standing for i am for jesus and this is also to you and i 
We are not in any way to end up compromising our standard or our faith in Christ Jesus just in the name of where we find ourselves or the situation that is presenting itself to us. We might be cheaply, some situation might be cheaply coming to us, presenting itself on a platter of gold. But then we can be so cleared or we are cleared already that this is not from God. We shouldn't because we know, oh, I'm free. Oh, there is no big deal. And then we get ourselves clogged up in the same web of ungodliness, unrighteousness, or demonic packages. We are embracing it. This is really wrong. And that is where the message is coming from today. And we must also understand from verse 22b clearly that we, it says to us there that, do you think you are stronger than he is? Some of us also believe that, oh, we we can we can manage some things you know as some people believe that you it means nothing to you even to run away from sin oh after all though you have you have been made whole and then the salvation you have received has nothing to do with you to do to sin again you know you just oh, oh, oh you just believe that you are immune already against some things because you have given your life to christ but how about you working and ensuring that you do not you know put up yourself where you know that these are appearances of evil and you are still trying to just manage it and you believe that the grace of God is covering me. The grace of God is covering me. The lesson today is coming and it's opening our eyes to this reality that do we think we are greater than he? I mean, the he we are talking here that this verse is bringing to us is God. If God is telling you that he is a jealous God and he has, he is not having anything to do with unrighteousness, ungodliness, and he's saying whatever is of the devil, no. You as a Christian, don't find yourself attached to it. And you, you are saying that, oh, I, I am I am removed. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I have been strong in the Lord. The grace of the Lord is sufficient for me. And in the grace of God that you think is sufficient for you, you are taking yourself even much higher than God, who is instructing you so well. So let us be guided. And we see from verse 23 also that, there is, although there may be things that, you know, is right for us to do, you know, we can't do anything. But the concern that Paul is bringing there, which we must learn from on this basis of I am free or I am in this era of freedom as a believer or Christ has given me this opportunity to be free. We must ensure that we are conscious of this. Everything may look right. Whatever we may want to even do to time might be very right. But we must understand that it is not all things that seems good that are actually beneficial. It is not all things that, okay, we want to even go for are even good. The word good is even a matter. It's not even everything that we see is actually good, that we desire, that is actually good, that we feel that, oh, this thing is a pleasure to me, that is really pleasing at the end of the day. You know, it is not these things that we see, though I can do anything. And the anything that you are trying to do is really constructive. It is the book of, um, sorry, the versions for King James, King James put it this way, that it is not all, all, not all are edifying. At times you are trying to do some things, but it is not edifying. It is not helping people around you. It's a matter for concern. So if we are saying we are free, we have to check it as believer and ensuring that we would not deliberately indulge in sin or doing things just anyhow. Again, we went on from verse 24. Also, there is a concern for us that as believers, we have to be concerned to seek the good of others. It is not just about ourselves alone. 
It has to do with being mindful of others. And this is all that the lesson is trying to say. So summarily, we must not insist in doing some things on the ground of you being free to do anything. Let us remember what is in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13b. He says, don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. But instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. So there must be a concern to building others in love. So whatever we would do that may affect another, we must ensure that we take caution to avoid it. So he cautioned against being, being negligent. Paul is cautioning us of being negligent of the reality. When there is a paranoia of what something is, you know, somebody is telling you that this food is offered, this meat is offered to idol, or this thing is based on this. And then you still want to turn a deaf ear. You have to be guided as a stronger believer now. Understanding that if a weaker believer is telling you that, ah, take note of this thing. And then you want to have reasons to cover it up and say there is no big deal. Obviously, there may not be a big deal for you. But it becomes a need for you to take it as big deal because of another person around you. Who might not have been very strong in your own take of faith and this is one thing that the lesson is telling us and we have to also know that um, Paul here is also making some things that he concluded that no one should be criticized for eating food or that has been, been offered that has been expressed with thanksgiving unto God you know it's we might we might have opportunity to pray and sanctify what we eat obviously because Everything out there that we are exposed to, we don't even know how it is. So it must be a conscious thing with us as believers. We must sanctify. And having sanctified them, we are we are cleared off in our heart to know that no, nothing of this can become evil to us as believers. But then the lesson is also saying that we have to be guided. To take caution about our lifestyle. Ensuring that it does not affect others. Ensuring that it does not derail a weaker believer. The freedom is not to mislead others. So please, this is the freedom that Christ has offered to us. A freedom that can also ensure another life to be set free. Not a freedom that will captivate your life or even captivate the life of others. You know, put them in captivity. So this is very, very important. Let us be guided. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Second part of our lesson talks on encouragement to please God. And please read from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 to 33, and a continuation from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. And what is this part bringing unto us in concern? We've been able to emphasize and establish that we are free as believers. And as God has opened up this freedom to us, we are to really enjoy it but then we must not indulge this by misusing it or misleading others to sin you know this is very very important and that is it it has to be guided by ensuring that we do things out of love and ensuring that the saving grace of christ jesus is extended also to others through the life that we live so from this part now the encouragement to pleasing god Paul, having been able to encourage the people not to use their freedom anyhow, but to use it wisely. He went on also with the concern of the nature of the church in Corinth. He knew it was a church combining both Jew and Gentile. He was trying to ensure that um, there is a caution on what people eat and drink. 
And this is the whole thing. He encourages that whether in eating, whether in drinking, the it has to be done to the glory of God. And this is to you and I. Whatever we do, whatever it is with us, whatever convention we have, whatever decision we are taking, whatever steps we are taking, our actions or inaction must be expressed to ensure that in all, when it is assessed, when it is seen, when it is judged even by God, it is unto his glory. And this is all that matters a lot. So in verse 33, Paul reviews that everyone must, or he reveals his own nature and he's expecting that we also live in his lifestyle. He says to him, he makes clear of himself that he's seeking the, the good of everyone. He seeks to please everyone. And he also does not insist on being selfish, you know. He is selfless. And why has it been? He is always believing also that nobody, you know, could be should be counted as wrong or nobody should be judged. But rather, everybody should be embraced in love. And this is where he's coming to saying that he's ensuring that he pleases everyone. Not as because he wants to accommodate every I every wrong that people are doing and become a part of him no but he has been living sacrificially and selfless so that through him and the life he's living he could portray where what god wants people to see and they can come to the saving grace of the knowledge of god through his life and this is what god is calling you and i also unto that our life become a model for others I put here for us, and it's a concern that matters a lot, that our actions and inactions should, should go a long way to impact life, influence life positively. It must not be the kind that will affect others. So we have to be guided. And how can we be guided? Let us be guided by the Holy Spirit to do what is right, what is edifying at all times. This is how we can know what we will do to time and it will not affect others and it will still be okay by us that, okay, I am free and I'm exercising the freedom I have in Christ. But it becomes a problem when I am free and because I am free, I'm indulging in sin. Because I'm free, I am still trying to justify whatever wrong I am doing on the name of I am free. Or I am free and I'm not conscious of this freedom I'm exercising, that somebody who has not come up to this level of faith might be affected. It is a concern that we really have to put in place. So in verse 11, uh, sorry, chapter 11, verse 1, something is established, which is also a concern. Let Christ Jesus be our standard. And this is what Paul was saying conclusively. He made mention of the fact that they should imitate him just as he has been imitating Christ. He puts Christ in front, and this is it. Put him also in front of yourself. Let it be all about him. Let it be all that matters. Once it is as God wants of you to time and to things, do. And don't just be casual or conclusive about life or decision, even without yet knowing what God wants you to do. Even as we find some topics and issues of social you know, practices that has become concern in the church, what is right to do or what is not right to do, how to dress, how not to dress, how to appear and what to appear, what to do, what not to do. Let it be what God wants of you. Put, him, put Christ in front. Let it be as the word of God is saying 
and let it be as he is instructing you clearly from the holy spirit not your head not your way but his way so this is all the matter so in our private in our public life let us make sure that we glorify god and this is the encouragement let us please god glorify god what you are doing is this something that when people see and when god is assessing he's bringing glory to his name you talk as you talk is the way you talk bringing glory to god you sing as you sing is it bringing glory to god you dress as you dress is it bringing glory to god you know you do some things, you engage in some actions, you do some things in some habits, lifestyle. Is it bringing glory to God? This is all that matters to us as Christians. So please let us make sure that we do not make others pass light by our actions. And we do not also cause disunity in the body of Christ. This is all that the lesson is presenting to us. And I pray that we will all be worthy at his coming. Because it is all about his record of us. But then we have to do it right. Ensuring that our life model Christ truly to everyone around us. And will bring glory unto his name. I pray that this grace is released to us all in Jesus name. We've come to the end of our lesson today. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. And I pray that his blessing will forever be ours in Jesus name. Amen. Bye. The Lord bless you.